0: hey guys and welcome back to another exciting episode of catch-ups in my kitchen with me georgia simmons host of the podcast this week we are joined by isa the queen of green vegan juices and smoothies For those of you who know Isa, you will know her content is just to die for. So aesthetically pleasing. In this episode, I talk to Isa about all things health, her journey to being vegan, cutting out coffee and cutting out alcohol. I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is listen to your body and do what works for you. If you're hungry, eat. If you're anxious, go decaf. If you're tired, look into supplements. But don't do something just because society tells you to. Listen to your body because everyone is different. This episode really is Health 101 and I think you're going to love it. So enjoy the episode and have a lovely rest of your day. Isa, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited for this conversation. So, firstly, how are you? Hiya, I'm really good. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So, to start off with, do you mind giving a really quick elevator pitch? Who you are, what you do?
1: So, my name's Isa, and I'm a content creator on TikTok and Instagram. I focus on health and wellness especially yes. a vegan diet
0: i love it we're going to talk all things vegan health wellness to start off with we have a quick fire round about all things food so sweet or savory sweet juicy burger or overloaded salad salad crisps or popcorn oh, crisps ice cream or sorbet ice cream juice or smoothie juice cook in <laughs> or eat out cook in and what's your favourite delivery? Mm,
1: probably Thai food. A I love a Thai one. curry. Yeah. yeah. Any
0: recommendations where you'd get it from? Um,
1: I would get it from Poppy's in Hammersmith. They have three locations. It's Ooh, gorgeous. Good yeah.
0: One. Very me, authentic. Yeah. Thai, I have Camille Thai. Have you ever had it? Never heard of it, no. Okay. Where is it based? There's one in Battersea, actually. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a few other locations, but I'm going to check out Poppy's. I it's think. so
1: good. And the restaurant's really cool if you actually go
0: in there yeah amazing so I want to start with your childhood so what was your relationship with food like growing up what kind of foods did you grow up eating
1: okay so I would say from when I was little I was the kid that ate everything And i was probably always in line first in line to get my plate of food i I never said no to anything and i think my parents were a little bit embarrassed (laughs) yeah because usually kids are quite picky whereas i wanted seconds and i ate absolutely everything and where i grew up uh we kind of grew our own food and we ate um whatever was growing at the time so very very seasonal food so it was really healthy and then in my teenage years, that changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I moved to London, and the diet here is slightly different to back home. Yeah. Starting more processed foods, and then, yeah. So, so did you that notice was big a big shift. shift in the yeah. way you felt. It was moving. a big shift, exactly.
0: Yeah. And then when did you start turning vegan? When was the moment that you were like, I want to adopt the vegan diet?
1: It was around when I was twenty one, twenty, twenty-one, I think. But I was already into my health and well being before that. I just haven't made the transition to being vegan yet. Okay. Yeah. So I would say when I was eighteen, nineteen, I I showed my interest in healthy, healthy foods.
0: Yeah. And what was the cause of that?
1: I would say my mental well being. hmm From sixteen to eighteen I really struggled because my teenage years were really stressful when I moved to this country. I went through a lot when it came to school, like bullying, making new friends, and that kind of turned me into healthy eating. Well, at first, unhealthy eating, I was just in, looking for comfort food, so. I was just eating like crisps and cake, just anything that would make me feel better about myself.
0: Short-term better, exactly. not better, right? And then
1: my mental health just kind of collapsed. My physical health collapsed as well. And then when I was 18, I was like, okay, I need to change something. And I started with going to the gym and changing my diet to what I used to eat like when, when I was younger. You know, I was amazing. starting to crave the real, f- real foods again, basically.
0: And where did you move from? So Poland. Okay, yeah. amazing. So they do have a real focus on, like, natural... Not so growing. much anymore. Really? It's That's a changing,
1: they're kind of westernised in a way, but I grew up with a garden, my grandparents' garden, and they would literally grow everything themselves. So the highlight of my summer would be, like, strawberry picking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we made food from whatever we grew in a garden, which was really
0: nice. Amazing. And that's what
1: I crave these days as well. Definitely. Yeah. I guess
0: you do really feel so amazing when you're eating. Mm-hmm. Firstly, like locally grown, locally sourced, seasonal, tastes so much better. Exactly. But also, yeah. like, you do feel really good. And I think when you're going through struggles at school and stuff, like, it does have a massive impact on your mental health, the way that you Definitely. eat. Definitely. And obviously, you are craving, like, the sugary stuff, which is a lot of us do you know you're feeling down all you want to do is just like have some chocolate sit on the sofa and just like feel that comfort but then I don't know in the morning you'll wake up and you'll be like oh I just feel sluggish again I feel heavy I feel like lethargic Mm -hmm. whereas eating these fresh healthy foods gives you that kind of internal energy
1: yeah absolutely and you know what I actually read a book that talks about your relationship with uh, food and emotional well-being and there was a chapter on cravings, and it did explain that the food you crave is the reason, the reason for it is your emotional well-being. So if you're craving crisps, for example, crunchy food, it means you're stressed because the, the biting releases the stress. And apparently if you crave cakes, it's something to do with missing love or like a wow. bit of care. And when I read that, I was like, that is true when it comes to me that I can really relate to that because when I was really stressed, I would literally go to Tesco's and just buy a pa- big pack of crisps and just eat it so fast just out of stress yes. without even actually eating and tasting Enjoying the food. It. it was just
0: the crunch element. Uh, yeah, so that made
1: so much sense to me. I was like, wow. That yeah. is crazy. Mm. I love
0: that. So you switched to being vegan. How was that switch? Because obviously you were really healthy and you ate a lot of like fresh fruit and vegetables anyway. But how was the switch to being vegan?
1: At the beginning, it was weird. Mm -hmm. It was really odd. But I did it for moral reasons. So that's what kept me going. And already when I switched to a vegan diet, I kind of was back into my healthy eating. So I would already cook my own food, like make salads, make everything from scratch. So then when I turned vegan, I was like, okay, what do I do what I eat so I just learned how to cook vegetables basically there wasn't any vegan meat alternatives I think there was just like Linda McCartney sausages that's about it Mm. but because I had to learn how to cook with vegetables it brought me back to
0: my childhood
1: which I really enjoyed
0: definitely yeah you mentioned you struggled with like mental health and things did you find cooking a bit of a release definitely a bit of a way to distract you and like learning how to cook was kind of like really methodical and bit of like a meditation in a way
1: definitely and I think because I realized I'm very really good at it so mm. when you feel like you're good at something you just feel good about yourself definitely so it all just came together really yeah hundred yeah. percent. but I did struggle with giving up cheese I would say that was quite difficult so I gave up fish before giving up cheese that okay. was like my
0: last step so was it a process it wasn't like overnight I'm gonna turn vegan
1: I turned vegetarian first mm-hmm. and then Basically what happened, me and my ex-partner at the time, we said, let's just try being vegetarian until Christmas, and on Christmas Day, we're going to have our big turkey, and then it came to maybe a week before Christmas, and I said, do you know what, I don't think I can eat meat again, whereas he went back to eating meat. and then in the meantime, I was learning so much about veganism when it came to mental health, you know, how it affects your mental health, um, the animals, environment, and it. It was just reason after reason to why stay on a diet. Mm. So I was like, okay, it works for me. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: that's really important. I think Mm. it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. But I think also, if you're passionate about it, the more you look, the more you see. The more you research, the more you. I agree. Oh wow, this is so true and that is so true. And I now can't go back because I feel so guilty. And I think if you're good at cooking, veganism is really easy. If cooking is not your passion, you cannot be bothered. I can see why veganism can be a lot harder. But I think, I mean, personally, I'm vegan and I just couldn't go back now. I just mm-hmm. feel great. You have this energy, a natural source of the energy. The energy is
1: such a big deal for me. Mm. Completely. Like, like I feel like I have different? more energy now than I ever did when I was much younger. I
0: agree. agree. Everyone's you like, why relied? are you so awake? Yeah. i like the diet I'm it on. is definitely the diet i agree definitely mm. definitely so your reasons are more environmental or animals anim- animals yeah. okay so i met a girl at uni i remember
1: and mm. she was vegan and had no clue what it was and she used to post on facebook about these animals and i was like this is really sad this mm. is really, really sad and i love animals like we always have pets like all sort of pets and I was like this doesn't make sense to be in them yeah, yeah. completely but then obviously the health reasons kicked in as well yeah. and the environment so it just made sense to me and I'm the type of person if I read something that something's bad for you or bad for somebody else I'm like okay I can't do that anymore yeah you know completely I'm
0: quite strict with myself Mm. yeah yeah we'll go on to that because there's some other things you cut out later which you have been really strict on which I want to discuss in more detail before we do I want to talk about juices and smoothies because when you look at your Instagram that is a very common theme throughout and it's just heaven so what is your do you have a juice and smoothie every day why do you think juices and are so great for us talk a bit about that
1: so I'd say I'd have minimum two juices or smoothies a day. So one juice, one smoothie. And I feel like they're just the easiest way to get your vegetable and fruit intake in.
0: Mm.
1: A lot of people don't want to eat vegetables. So just put them in a blender and blend them. Drink it quickly. And this way you get all you need in one cup. So, so I think true. that's like such an easy way to get your nutrients in. And they're just so tasty as well. So true. So, so true. I just love how trendy they got. I know. I love this trend. I know a lot of people get upset about healthy trends. They say, oh, it's just a trend, but there's nothing wrong with a trend. No. If it's healthy. No, I agree.
0: Like, I see a lot of people tagging you, being like, having my juices. "Having," And I'm like, I love that. Like, you really made... I mean, say making juice is cool, but like you've really made people think, I can make juice myself. Like, I think sometimes you think I'll only go out to have a juice or whatever, Mm. like making it at home, like, would never think of doing that. But actually, you've really made it like as part of everyone's kind of everyday diet, which I think is really nice. I always
1: say, just look in your fridge and if you have like leftover vegetables, just throw them in a blender. This way, you also just get rid of like waste. Definitely,
0: I agree. Do you ever get bloated from the amount of raw veg or, yeah, juices and smoothies that you have? I rarely get bloated, really.
1: Um, No, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, I
0: agree, because I... I mean, I don't have um, juice every day, but whenever Mm. I do or have lots of veg in my diet, like, I never really get bloated. But I think some people always say, oh, I couldn't go vegan because of the amount of, like, you know, bulky vegetables people eat all the time. They're like, oh, I get so bloated. But... What do you think the cause of that could be and why do you think people do and don't? I don't really think the actual vegetables or fruit
1: are the cause of your bloating. It's what's going on inside of your gut. Mm. And maybe when you start drinking juices and smoothies, it might happen at the beginning, but it's just your body adjusting as well. Yeah. And of course, there's intolerances. If
0: you're intolerant, then obviously that could be a cause. Hey guys, just a quick shameless plug from me. If listening to this, you are inspired to change your diet and add in some more plant-based recipes to your week, as well as obviously checking out Eiza's page for some dreamy inspo, I would also check out my new ebook, which is called Simply Delicious, and it includes 30 nutritious and tasty plant-based meals from miso-stuffed aubergine to peanut noodles. I have added the link in the show notes, so if you want to check it out, head there Click the link and see what you think. So what's a normal, I don't really rate the whole what I eat in a day Mm thing, but generally what does your day look like in terms of what you eat and like the juices and smoothies and when they come into your daily diet? So I would say I start my
1: day with a juice or a smoothie, get to the gym, then have another smoothie with some protein, then have a proper meal. I would say two solid meals, but that really changes on a day to day Mm -hmm. I used to be very strict with my eating when I was training I got into like counting calories and just following everything I eat and I realized it doesn't work for me Mm. it's just got a little bit too obsessive for me I mean counting calories and tracking calories was really good for me at the beginning because you learn what the foods contain so if you want to change your health or you know your physique it it is useful but then later on it's just like I don't need to do it like I already know Mm. roughly what I'm eating and then I kind of just eat whenever I'm hungry Mm. you know but I would say um, I don't really have a schedule especially in the summer if I'm eating out I just want to make sure every day I'm eating enough that's the most important part for me because if I'm not eating enough the next day just no energy Yeah,
0: yeah. I think counting calories is an interesting one because, like you say, it's good to have a guide so you roughly yeah a guide. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, but like it takes the enjoyment out of it, and like you say, it can become really obsessive, and that's dangerous. It is. It is. So, would you say you've ever had like an unhealthy relationship with food because of the counting, or have you always been pretty positive with your relationship with food?
1: So, obviously, when I was younger, I had a bad relationship with food because I was stress eating. But when I was counting calories. I wouldn't say it was a bad relationship, but I could see it going a little bit Mm. overboard. I'm like, why am I actually weighing every single meal? It takes time. It just takes the enjoyment out of it. Um, But it wasn't putting me me in a bad mental state at all. I was just thinking it's just... There's no point. Like, I know I'm eating by this point. It was a helpful guide, obviously. That's about it. Yeah, Yeah. no,
0: I agree. I think yeah counting can just be a bit obsessive but I think it's good to yeah I think if you there.
1: have strict goals it's really useful mm-hmm. but I couldn't live forever counting calories no. and then you go to a restaurant and thinking you know am I eating too much am I eating enough oh. so as I said unless you have strict goals then go for it but otherwise it's just not no, for me
0: I no. agree what about juice cleansers I've done a few of these. Talk to us about why they're good for us. Why should we do them? When would you do them? How do you recommend doing it? Let's talk about this. I feel like
1: people love to slag them off. I agree. Um, I just love them whenever I feel, I would say, out of balance. I love to do a little fast to get myself back to being myself, like a little rest. So let's say I'm traveling a lot and I'm eating all over the place, I would do a juice cleanse after just Mm -hmm. to get back to that cleaner state, you know, because then um, the bloating comes in when you travel and eat all these foods. So then that brings you back to your balance, Um, especially going from winter to spring. I do love to do a juice cleanse Mm. because um, the way you eat in winter is so different to spring. So true. So, So that's a good, you know, just a good shift basically but I wouldn't do it for weight loss or these kind of reasons. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it gets toxic. I would do like three days. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what how many juices are in those three days? And obviously like you mix them up, like what are the colours or how do you try and do it? Um
1: I just listen to my body at this point, but if I recommend a juice cleanse to anybody, I would say five juices a day. Because you still need to get your calories in. If you're not in enough, then you're not going to feel great. Mm-hmm. you know. But um, I would say five for anybody who's starting. But there's days where I only drink three because my juices are so nutrient dense. I don't need more, basically. Yeah. But I would say get a variety of colors. Yeah. You know? So start your day with a green juice. Then midday, I would say something more sweet, sugary. And then slow down again towards... The end of the day basically mm-hmm.
0: and do you obviously make them all yourself do you follow Always. a plan or anything or do you just um, completely listen to your body
1: listen to my body but obviously that comes from experience so when I only started juicing I would you know do my research follow pages that you know have experience in it so I'm not just making it up you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but listening to your body is like my main thing these days definitely yeah. I feel like that's a
0: common theme throughout what we've been saying and talking about up until now is like you really listen to your body like you eat when you're hungry like you're your juice cleansing when you feel out of balance what like cues do you get from your body that tell you things that's one
1: thing you know I feel like it's really hard to learn to listen to your body because you can confuse hunger to your craving but it takes time to understand that um, so I would say like bloating for, for example you know, if you're bloating, you I know something's off. Headaches. You know, if I have a headache, I'm like, okay, I didn't drink enough water. Mm. I had too much artificial sugar, for example. Um, cramps as well. You know, mm. PMS. I think that's a big thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So or even true. looking at your skin. Um. So, there was one day recently, I had so much sugar in one day. I was basically out all day. I didn't have access to anything better. And the next day, I just woke up looking like a dry raisin, literally, <laughs> just so dull. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. so
0: true. And I think it is about listening to your body is so important.
1: And also if you train as well, I feel like you understand your body more. So after a day of training, the next day, if I'm aching too much, I'm like, okay, that's not just because of the exercise I did, but also I didn't have enough protein. You know, so there's so many things, but it takes a long time to understand your body and I feel like when you n- not on a good diet, it's really hard to tell mm. you know so but then true. when you make a shift to a healthier diet, you understand a bit more definitely because if you're in let's say clean you know um and then you eat you know rubbish, you know what I mean by rubbish, yeah. just like processed foods that are not healthy um, that's when the symptoms come in. You know, yeah. like
0: I'm like okay, I'm getting a headache now. Yeah, so true, yeah. so so true. You mentioned protein. How do you get your protein in when you're on a plant based diet?
1: So I do protein shakes for sure, but I don't really enjoy processed vegan protein. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good after eating them, so I would integrate foods like lentil pasta. Um, Edamame pasta, edamame beans, just trying to do whole foods basically. Yeah. But people are re- get really surprised. Your food does contain a lot of protein. Mm. You know, you don't have to eat, you know, um, a protein um, burger or something to get your protein. You don't have to at all. There's right. beans just a variety basically
0: definitely yeah. and like nuts and seeds exactly and it, all has yeah. pro- it does adapt it
1: does up. Yeah. Really,
0: and maybe that's a good idea for people to start counting and working it out if they exactly. are in that shift and they want to know how to get natural protein mm. that could be a good idea to like maybe just give yourself a week to like count the protein in your diet i did this once and i was so shocked actually how little protein i was getting because yeah. <laughs> i train i really love going to the gym and mm. I was like wow actually I need to up my protein and it's just about counting it and like googling how much protein's in a handful of spinach or whatever it could be Mm -hmm. just to kind of help you get that will get enough into your diet exactly I would say one thing that I do love for protein is hemp seeds they contain
1: so much protein and you can add them to absolutely anything smoothie salad they don't taste like much but it's it's so so good and for
0: your skin as well yeah healthy fats yes i like to have hemp seed on avocado yeah. I love that. It's just extra yeah yeah so true cleaning our fruit i see you do a few videos on cleaning your fruit and i'm like wow some people just don't even think about doing that some people think about washing it but mm-hmm. like not cleaning it so why do you clean your fruit just
1: because it's just sprayed with so many things these days like pesticides chemicals and i want to avoid it mm-hmm. at all costs so i use like a vit- veggie wash to spray it and then let it sit for around three minutes and then I'll wash it properly with water and you can also just soak your fruit and veggies in like um lemon juice oh really yeah. apple cider vinegar anything yeah Amazing. it just gets rid of
0: that extra layer of basically dirt yeah including the chemicals yeah so true i always think you just don't know when you when you're in a supermarket or even like a farmer's market you if you saw the journey of the vegetables Um, to get to that point there's so
1: many videos people
0: need to watch that (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's it's scary we use hand sanitizer we're aware of what's on our hands we touch you know you get on the tube. we touch the rails and we're like oh but like that's the same with our fruit and vegetables exactly yeah. okay veggie wash I didn't realize that was even a thing so I need to check that out because that's interesting yeah. you know I in my videos
1: I usually spray my veggies mm. and people ask me you don't wash your vegetables you just spray them with water and I need to explain actually no this is the first step yeah
0: you know but you
1: don't have to buy you can just soak it in as I said lemon water and it does the job as well okay yeah interesting
0: and, apple cider vinegar yeah and nice.
1: then you see all like can junk come out oh yeah God, you
0: need to do a video on this because i that would be yeah. so interesting to see i think people don't even realize everyone's very much like i'm gonna deep clean my carpet i'm gonna deep clean what about your vegetables exactly what about your fridge
1: and even um in supermarkets it says like something's pre-washed i still wash it myself mm. i don't really trust it and also it, it stays in packaging for
0: so long sometimes yeah, yeah. i'm pre-washed i mean do you think that someone's gonna be sat there scrubbing your courgette mm. for you no it's no. gonna be like quick spray move on quick spray move on like, yeah. it's not going to be cleaned to the level that it should be cleaned out
1: but you know it's funny enough because I remember when I was a child I would eat straight from the tree ah oh, yeah but then I knew like my uh, nothing was sprayed with anything you know true and it's all natural so it probably wasn't as good it probably mm, should have yeah. washed it but you I know mean, I would um, just like pick raspberries straight in and I was fine yeah but, yeah I
0: think Actually, it's a good story. My brother was really ill when he was young, and it's because my mum kept him too clean. Like he used to, like yeah. I don't know, fall in the dirt, and my mum be like, "Get the wet wipes out." Yeah, I heard that's not so good. Yeah, like too clean. I think when you're younger, it's good to get a bit of dirt in the system, just yeah. to kind of like build up your um immune to make system. you stronger. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe yeah. picking the berries is okay when you're young, yeah, but then when so. you get older, it's time to yeah. clean. Yeah, definitely. So you don't drink coffee anymore. So why is that? It just didn't do me
1: any good. Um, I don't metabolize it properly. So there's different different people metabolize it differently. It just stays in my system way too long. Mm. I, yeah, it, it's, apparently it's to do with genetics. I read about genetics, really? yeah. So I would just get waves of anxiety and just being jittery for like, I would say, a day or two days, yeah. which is way too long. And I remember maybe, l- no, two years ago, when I was going so hard in a gym and I wasn't sleeping properly. I would try to compensate with coffee. So I would actually drink like four shots in one go, which was insane. Yeah. And then that would lead to headaches mm. and everything else. And then I was like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Then I read all about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it. You know, I tried to give up. And I would say the first month was the worst time of my life at the time. <laughs> the headaches were insane. Of after giving up coffee, Quite I like, the same. yeah, but the anxiety just wasn't worth it.
0: Mm, so true. I know a lot of people who have given up coffee. Would you have decaf coffee or have you completely switched to I've match given up
1: completely. Um, I did hear that decaf coffee
0: still co- contains caffeine,
1: so it's not completely 100% coffee yeah, free. Yeah, I've
0: actually felt this because I, if I go out for a coffee and let's say it's the afternoon and I can't have any caffeine like after mm. 12 sometimes i might have a decaf but i sometimes feel like it's got coffee in it and i'm like that's the reason yeah and
1: you know the other day actually my sister said to me she doesn't drink coffee but she had a coffee and she said she felt so
0: horrible after she felt just on edge for the rest of the day i was like this is me and you yeah Yeah. it's so true my brother's the same he has no caffeine in his diet he has no tea he has nothing And I think he went, um, he was doing something for work and, like, someone bought him a coffee and he had it. And he was like, oh, my God, I am bouncing off the walls. Like, I feel so weird. And I was like, yeah, it's just not for you. Like, it's just not something you Yeah, I don't think it's
1: for everybody, for sure. And I just prefer matcha because I just feel so focused after drinking matcha. Mm. I'm more alert, obviously, because of the caffeine, but I'm not jumpy. Mm. It's just, like, a steady, very steady energy intake I would say yeah, yeah I love
0: matcha as well I although I don't make it at home because I think it's my nice like treat when I go out to be like oh I'm gonna get a matcha because like I don't make it at home yeah but I do love it I
1: think it's hard to make good matcha when yeah. i whenever I try making it at home it was just it's not good no it's no. not the same
0: so I guess you have like green tea or something at home yeah. instead instead yeah. Yeah. or a
1: juice I try to just have a juice yeah, really. Natural yeah. energy
0: yeah I love it what about supplements do you obviously you're on a plant-based diet people always think oh, if you're on a plant-based diet you need to have supplements which is not always the case but do you use supplements do you recommend any supplements do you know what i went
1: for a stage where i was so obsessed with taking supplements i was like i need this i need that and then i realized i actually don't need it so i'd say supplements take what you need only Mm. you know and i take b12 being vegan and then i supplement iron just before my period and during my period i feel like that really makes a difference for me and i take magnesium nighttime magnesium with ashwagandha in it to help me just calm down and restore my body especially when i train at the gym it does help and that's about it i don't think if you don't have a deficiency it's just not needed
0: I agree Um, I feel like it's not essential for everyone and there's a lot of mm. um like athletic greens and full greens and all these big green drinks supplements Mm -hmm. people are having at the moment which I think are amazing if you're on the go don't have time to get all your nutrients but also if you are very nutrient dense anyway you're just gonna weird out so it's it's not necessary all the time but I always say to people
1: I would just get tested for what you lack in, otherwise you're just wasting your money mm. you really are and um also different people metabolize nutrients in a different way so that's important to know as well if you get tested i would say that is like one of the biggest investment somebody should do just get tested for what you are lacking because yeah. it, it can answer so many health questions and even save your life sometimes because if you're so deficient in i don't know iron or calcium it can lead to so many diseases later Mm -hmm. on so true
0: and everyone is so different so you know watching someone's video on instagram or tiktok it doesn't mean that necessarily is for you exactly it is important to get the test done so what magnesium and ashwagandha do you do you take because i mean i'm now asking this from a personal perspective because i'm really wanting to add this into my nighttime routine and i'd love to know what you use
1: um it's from a brand called nature's plus i believe mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna have to double check that for you but it has ashwagandha in it um, uh, lemon balm and cherry Amazing. so yeah, all together it's really nice um when it comes to supplements obviously like iron zinc like the main ones that you need as i said supplement it if you need to but then there's stuff like mushrooms which are not you don't have to take them but it's nice to add them for like an extra boost Mm -hmm. i guess i love lion's mane and cordyceps as well but it's not an essential you don't need to take it yeah you know
0: again listen to your body and if you can get it for food yeah definitely
1: get from food i feel like supplements is just like an Mm add-on some people just think okay i'm gonna eat like crap but take my supplements Mm, you're probably not even gonna take it in properly
0: yeah it's not gonna be like a magic wand which cures you of everything it's just like an additional add-on if you if you need it
1: And there's also the fact that, let's say, if you're a big drinker, that naturally puts you, your body, at the point where you can't actually metabolize magnesium very well. So if you're drinking a lot and then you're taking all these supplements, they're not doing anything for you because your body can't take them in. Mm. So listen to your body and taking your diet first, basically.
0: Yeah. Everything else follows. That's so true. I think if anyone's listening to this and thinking, I need to make changes, I think... You're right. Step one, diet. Yeah. First, before anything else. Definitely. And then once you're in tune with your body and you're at a place where you're listening to it, then maybe look at supplements as an Mm -hmm. additional step. Yeah. Really good point. Alcohol. So you stopped drinking alcohol. I'd love to hear your journey to this.
1: I don't know where to start. (laughs) I always have been a big drinker. I wouldn't say I was drinking every weekend but whenever I drank, I got really really drunk it was more of a social thing and then it just again didn't serve me just like the coffee it just caused so much anxiety Mm. and I feel like I wasn't making right decisions in life but it was main thing is anxiety I would say the what I consume really affects my mood my mental well-being so I stopped drinking when did i stop drinking last year december i think okay, wow. yeah which was really tough at the beginning because christmas season Yes. you know people go out and drink um but then i would say after three months i felt so good
0: i, I can imagine mm-hmm. i think also you're loving the feeling of feeling so good that you're like yeah. i can't now ruin this because i feel so great that why would you want to exactly ruin it? yeah so what do you use as an alternative
1: to be honest, when I'm out with my friends, I would just have a soda lime. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess it looks like a vodka soda lime, so that's fine. Yeah. I always say to people, I mean, I drink, it's not like I don't drink, but I always say, it's what it's what the glass looks like, I think is a huge thing. Definitely. Like, if you're having, I don't know, champagne It's a celebration, mm-hmm. a non-alcoholic champagne... Is just or like even like an elderflower, which looks kind of like sparkly and beautiful in the glass. It's holding the glass and being around people, having that glass in your hand. It's the
1: experience. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't
0: matter what actually in that glass. That's irrelevant. Yeah, I think it's just the way that people look at you and the the experience and the way it Mm -hmm. makes you feel. So
1: also, you don't feel like you're missing out on experience, Mm. you know? Because I was never a home alone drinker. I'd say for me, it was just like go out in the daytime have a couple drinks with friends and go out at night Mm -hmm. so it's more social thing but I did try drinking this summer mocktails um when I make them at home try to make them at home I'm happy but whereas I go out and have a mocktail I just find them to be too sugary and then it causes the headache you Mm. know it's just like sweetener basically sweet water so I try to avoid those so when I'm outside I just go for the soda lime yeah and, and maybe some lim- lime or mint as yeah, well. that's yeah just nice. something refreshing
0: yeah and has your social life changed as a result
1: not at all no that's no. right really and nice. actually one of my closest friends she stopped drinking now as well she's three months in wow. so yeah yeah but my so friends good.
0: would never pressure me no. which is great so you've not had any peer pressure from anyone no 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 that's no. really really good they wouldn't
1: say like oh you're being boring you know I still want to see you, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't make a difference to them, yeah. And
0: can you still go out and stay out until later? Definitely, if anything
1: I actually have more energy,
0: Wow. yeah, I actually do enjoy it Mm. much more now, that's really good, have you tried any like non-alcoholic wine or like anything like that? Yeah,
1: Yeah. I've tried some ciders, not wine yet, I do want to get into wine, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot. glass of wine is such a vibe for the summer yeah with some eyes yeah. so I'm gonna try some this year for sure nice and yeah. I saw
0: recently you went on your first holiday without drinking mm-hmm. how's that
1: it was so easy actually I, I went with my sister and she was drinking every day like she was getting a little bit drunk I'd say tipsy and to be honest I was just enjoying my time with her and seeing her enjoy it mm. and that's when I tried some mocktails and I was just like it's just
0: not the one no no but
1: I didn't crave it that's just so because good. I don't want to go back to not feeling great about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
0: so, so good. And do you find it annoying when you're with someone and they're getting tipsy and drunk and you're there like, no, I'm, what no, are you doing?
1: <laughs> not at all. That's so no, nice. just love seeing my friends have fun, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No, but I also really love good. my seeing my friends do better for them. Yeah. For the health. So true. Yeah, so the girl who's recently went sober you know she's messaging me every other day she's saying i feel so good now i don't even want to drink and it just makes me happy yeah but if you want to have your fun like i love it as well no definitely
0: so what is your guilty pleasure because so far in this podcast we've spoken about incredibly healthy foods juices no coffee no alcohol what is your guilty pleasure Mm, i would say a glass of coca-cola lemon
1: (laughs) on holiday in the summer not in the winter but Mm -hmm. in the summer and pizza probably yeah yeah yeah.
0: so your like treat would that that would be like a nice pizza and a coke would be your your, your treat yeah I love that Mm. I love that okay good I was like does this girl have any little downfalls (laughs) yeah I do
1: get some cravings sometimes you Mm -hmm. know but I feel like most of the time it's actually the craving and then when I have I'm like it wasn't actually that good yeah it's I like the build-up towards having the meal mm. and i was just like hey, it wasn't all that no, really. It wasn't really worth the hype but no still tasted mm-hmm.
0: good and what about your skin so your skin is super glowy do you do you eat for your skin which sounds like a really weird question but there are some skin glow foods do you, are you really aware of the link between food to skin Oh,
1: definitely so i try to have enough fats i feel like these days people are so scared of eating fats Mm. But as I said, um hemp seeds, avocados, I just eat that on a daily I feel like that really plumps my skin. Mm. and when I had a facial recently, the girl said that my skin has a lot of collagen in it. Amazing. It's like I'm not losing any collagen. In fact I'm like
0: gaining more. Yeah. And it's mainly the diet. Yeah. That's so mm. good. Yeah, that's amazing so as a tradition on the podcast we always finish I can't believe we're already at the end with the last meal so what would your last meal be this is really hard starter main course and dessert oh
1: no I that know is really hard. this is
0: really difficult I would
1: start with a green juice good one yeah yeah like pineapple kale celery probably then I would have edamame beans I love edamame beans yeah with soy sauce and maybe chilli sauce. Okay. I love a spice. Yeah. And what would I have? probably a noodle dish. Yeah. Like a stir fry. Lovely. Loads of crunchy veggies and fresh sprouts. I mm-hmm. love fresh sprouts. And then end it with a pizza and a
0: Coca-Cola. I love that.
1: <laughs> would that be your dessert? A <laughs> pizza and Coca-Cola? <laughs> and then maybe a tiramisu after. Like a raw tiramisu. I love Ooh. raw desserts. Yeah. So what would, that,
0: what would a raw tiramisu be? At? I don't know. I haven't had yet. Okay. But, gonna, <laughs> but, but it. I've had
1: like a cheesecake, like a coffee-based cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lovely. I probably
0: would have that. Yeah. Amazing. Isa, thank you so thank much you. for coming on and talking all things health, Wellness, I mean you really are the picture of health. You look I'm glowing trying <laughs> and gorgeous and radiant. And I Thank think you. listening to your body is probably one of the best things we can take away from this. Um and I guess not also going with what society tells us. I think it's really easy to compare ourselves and Absolutely to think, Oh, I have to eat like this because you know, whatever. But I think yeah. just listening to your body Do and, your
1: own research. Yeah. yeah.
0: Definitely. And if there's any tips you could give anyone For kind of bettering their lifestyle and their diet what would you kind of say i would say don't give up too early just give it some
1: time because i do feel people change the diet and within a week they don't feel so great but that's just your body adjusting doesn't mean Mm. something's wrong most of the time so just give yourself time just be patient and do your research just learn and learn and learn because that's the best thing you can do
0: so true mm. i think change is uncomfortable with Definitely. everything in life so if you're changing your diet or adding things into your diet i think yeah that's a good one be patient maybe give yourself a month mm. and then see how you feel exactly yeah i love it thank you so thank so you much for having me. thank you guys so much for listening to this amazing episode about health and wellness and doing what works for you honestly your health is so important and if you take any advice from this episode it should be to listen to your body as always please continue to support this podcast we are trying to take it to the next level now with adding videos to youtube and adding more creative content to our socials so make sure you are following and subscribed and share this episode to friends and family as it really does help promote the podcast and give us all the support thank you guys so much again and see you next week